Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Journey of the Road Runner. It's Paul Stressner here. What's up, Adriana? And our friend Trish Sloan. Hello. Today. We have a guest today. Um, <laughs> we, we've been building you up, Trish, <laughs> talking yes. about this project that <laughs> that you're starting here. I don't know, what you, you want to go into... Um, Adriana, do you want to go into like a gratitude list first? Or do you want to get into the? Yeah, did we get so... any gratitude lists today? No, <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't either. And I asked today on um, social media too. I'm like, what is up with social media when people just want to like complain or put their useless opinions on? It's all over the place. But <laughs> we can't get a gratitude list to save our life, though, right? <laughs> Trish, Trish, maybe you can uh, incite some some interest into our gratitude list to let people know. Um, basically, we're just having people do gratitude lists during Corona time because a lot of people are really kind of down and out during this time. Um, you know, for, for various reasons. I mean, like Paul and I were talking, I had a friend pass away and, you know, he had a couple people really important to him pass away. So, like, it's really hard when that kind of stuff happens. But just in general, if you're working um, or you're collecting, if you're able to, like, financially still function and you're just stuck at your house and pissed about it like that's not really a good reason you know to kind of be negative and not find like I've been really trying to find new things to do or like finish like I've been trying to I, I got this fence that I'm putting up now like there's like projects and things you can do or like you know you know Trish so Trish and I um let me just tell you a little bit uh, how we met, yep. we actually did our teacher yoga teacher training together. So and we bonded quickly. We have a lot of similar uh, interests and personality traits. So, but you know, and it's, it's that kind of stuff. Like I had trouble meditating even through yoga. And I found this uh, friend of mine turned me on to that Wim Hof method. And I've literally missed one day since like the middle of March. Um, and it was just uh, literally a catastrophe. I had some issues with my cat one morning throwing up like, all all night so I didn't end up making it because I had to run to the gym but um that was one day I've missed in that long time and Trish you know I did it's hard to meditate and I've never gone that long so it was like during corona I was like this is an opportunity for me to actually be able to have time like instead of sitting around like I can't see my friends I want to go bowling you know or anything like that like I was like let me take this time to do something that I never do really have time to do, you know, or not that I don't ever have time to do that. It's not, it's very hard for me and I didn't make it a priority. And now I had no excuse, you know? So is it Trish, what about you? You got anything that you did during this Corona time? That's So the first couple of weeks, you know, transitioning, having the kids school at home, et cetera, the change, oh, yeah. everything, all the sadness of what's going on were very difficult for me um, mentally and so usually when I feel mentally down, I start creating and producing like you're talking about. And that usually brings me out of it. So that's actually what got me running. Um, yoga is usually what got me my break out of the house. So that wasn't happening anymore because the studio closed. <laughs> it's running. Right. Like, it's getting me out of the house and it's super healthy for me. And, you know, I hadn't really been running at all <laughs> prior to this other than a few years ago I did the half marathon and 
you know, I was running on and off to like lose the baby weight after I had my daughter. So, and that's actually what got me into yoga because my knees were hurting. So running and yoga for me are the two, the two things that help me center myself. So, yeah. So being productive and, you know, really taking this as an opportunity, the, the world is kind of slowed down, you know, and, and taking this as, as an opportunity to kind of go in and be able to sit with yourself. And if you can't sit with yourself, then ask yourself, why? Right. <laughs> why am I so uncomfortable with sitting myself? And then maybe that's a gateway to some healing, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. If you can't sit so. with yourself, who else can you sit with? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no, you, there's a lot of people that are very comfortable with it. So, yeah. You know. Absolutely. I'm grateful that I have that in my practice, that I have the meditation and the yoga and the running. You know, I'm grateful for all those things. So, and the health of my family for sure. So right. far. <laughs> yep. So, do you have like a private practice or do you, um, are you just an instructor at um, the studio or something? I teach at Synergy Power Yoga and, um, I was volunteer teaching at a journey into hope, health and healing. It's a methadone clinic, but that kind of faded out. Um, I'm still in contact with the one student that tried there. Uh So we've been trying to get together, but with all of this, it's kind of uh, difficult. So it's interesting that you had worked with women and they, and you didn't have, like I did, um, the, what was it? The, um, Providence Center there for men and the one near the ACI. Yeah. And um it was uh interesting how many men really came in. I mean, of course you got the guys who were busting on the other guys, but how many men actually got into it and really enjoyed it? It got to be tough for me too though. It was like um during the week trying to get there, like to half an hour drive there, half an hour back, then an hour, and I was so busy. Like I, I really went hard like every Monday for a while and I was just getting to the point I couldn't balance it all. And, um, you know, I, some, sometimes it was three guys, sometimes it was five, but the men seemed to respond. I was surprised cause I've done a workout group for, um, women before and women are tougher to get, like, it's like two will join and they all stare and they're like, Oh, one girl's like, I want to do it, but I, I feel weird. I'm like, what do you feel weird about exercising for? It's like women are they're j- more judgy to each other. You know what I mean? Where men are just <laughs> stupid about it. Like, they're like, oh, dude, your feet stink. Well, it's toes. You better put some socks on. Like, they're not, but they're not like, but they don't care. You know what I mean? Where women, it's like they're, they're the self-conscious. And it's terrible that, you know, as, as a, not to get too much on a feminist soapbox, but women should be supporting each other more to do things, not the opposite of like, oh, look at her doing exercise or like, who fucking cares? Good. You're doing something good for yourself. Oh, and I just want to say, Paul, I, I mentioned to you, Trish asked if we could swear on the podcast, and I was like, do you think I'd be invited to anything that we couldn't swear at? Yep. I mean... The thing is dumb questions, but that was kind of a dumb question. <laughs> no, one, no one's going to ask me to be on anything, and they're like, oh, if, if it has anything to do with it, can you please be appropriate? They're like, don't ask A. I don't think it's a good idea to get her on that show. <laughs> <laughs> the reasons yeah. I love you. <laughs> yeah, because... Um... Yeah, Adriano yeah. hasn't been on every single episode, but when I first started, everybody made a joke because um, 
all the episodes that were marked explicit were the ones that Adriana was on. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they knew it was an Adriana episode because it had the explicit. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's a, I'm flattered. <laughs> I get my own tag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, so Trish, um, so Paul actually, I, to kind of, Paul, I'll let you uh, tell her about it, but uh, the podcast is called Journey of the Roadrunner because Paul started, he's a client of mine and a friend, and he started this awesome journey yeah. basically to do uh, a 5K in all 50 states and then write about the um, like the benefit that it, it was benefiting. So this kind of gets into what you want to do with the, um, you know, the the Facebook page and it just kind of all blends together. That's why I thought it would be so great yeah. to have you on the podcast too. So mm -hmm. yeah, Paul, you want to tell her a little about that too? Yeah, so uh, I, I had Adriana got me started running again. I I did cross country when I was in high school, and then I kind of like stopped a little while after that. And then then I started going to the gym to get in better shape. And then Adriana became my trainer, and then I told her about my history of doing cross country. So she got me into running again. So I did my first five k. I think it was like almost twenty years or something since I had run. <laughs> 5k so i trained for that and then i did an obstacle course race i had like a freak accident and was injured for a while and then i started then i when i got healthy i started running again and then you know sometimes when you're running you all these things come into your mind and i got the idea to run a 5k in all 50 states and i i loved um writing so i would do a blog about it and then once I started doing the races, I found out I didn't even know that much about the charities. So then I found out that they a lot of the most of the races involved charities. And yeah, I thought it was a really good thing. So then I had a mission to raise money for each of the charities of each of the races. And now this it kind of morphed from a blog to a podcast. So <laughs> here we are. I was going to run. I was planning on doing more races in more states this year, but. Now that kind of got thrown off a little bit. Well, Paul, now we can do the uh, the remote races yep. um, that Trish has got going on. Well, yep. I can do them vicariously through you two. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, the way this developed, mm -hmm. me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I was, still I, going? I, oh, no, I was going to ask you what I was going to ask you to bring talk about what you're, you're starting up here. So I was out running. Um, and I was thinking, you know, uh, a miles for meals, like raising money for people that can't afford food right now. You know, a lot of people are out of work and, and then that developed into the thought of, oh my God, all these charities that are going to lose out because road races are not happening. I didn't realize they were most of the road races were going virtual at the time when this thought came about, but I was like, oh, all these charities are going to be missing out on these fundraisers, the road races that are supposed to happen this summer. So I was like, oh, what if we just raise money for all the charities now have road races, maybe even like competitive road races where the winner gets to choose the charity they want to or we can put up GoFundMe's on the page or, you know, there's so many different ways to do it. It's just, I think it motivates people to get out and move their bodies, stay healthy and run. And a lot of people are pent up right now and mm -hmm. could really use the 
a let go of running. And so I think all around, it's really a great idea just to raise money, you know? Yeah. And motivate. I mean, like you said, people are cooped up and, you know, I have a friend, he usually, I honestly, he love him and a, a couple other people. It's like a group of people. They usually do like a 5k a weekend and they go out to breakfast. It's kind of like a social thing. And like, sometimes he does one on Saturday and one on Sunday. Like, so that for that being said, it's, you know, it's, that's a thing that people are missing where, you know, oh, we can't go out to breakfast after, but if I go on the Facebook page the you know, Hey, I'm going to do the finish for a Guinness today. All my friends who usually do finish for a Guinness with me, will you commit to doing donate like, you know, your entry race fee, if you can afford it for $25, but even yeah. if someone says I can't afford it and I, you throw five right. bucks at, the, at it yep. and then say, Hey, look, I'm going to post my time, see how I did compared to last year, blah, blah, blah. And I think that the thing is, it's got to be, it's going to have to basically take off, um, where it's like, Trish, you invite people that you'd normally race with or, you know, I'll, I can't rate run right now, but I can definitely get spark people and be like, Hey, you guys always do this race. Why don't you do it together virtually, you know, or, you know, people can run. I mean, I talk when I run, people can run and chat like they would in a 5k and like get on your phones, chat while you run and be like, Hey, this is, we're running this race for, you know, the, the police 5k, the state trooper 5k. My friend does that whenever you're like, Hey, three people I know do it. Hey, why don't we reach out to so-and-so and see if they want to, yeah. if you haven't been running a lot, start doing training again for your 5k season. And that will motivate people to start training again, right. where before they might not have been motivated. They're like, Oh, I can't do any races. And like, maybe instead of running like three or four days a week, they're maybe getting out one or two, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think also- it's, it's a good idea. I also appreciate the flexibility in it where you don't have to run the race at a certain time. Cause with me and everything I got going at my house, it's hard for me to get out at a certain time and right. be on time, you know? So like the flexibility of it is pretty cool. You can run it at your own time and then post your time within that day. You know what I mean? Like, so right. it's, it's a little bit easier than actually going to a road race, you know? I mean, you don't have the community feel of it, but you do in the same way. It's just in a different, it's in a different way. It's remote. It's a remote community. Right, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it totally, well, like you said, yeah. some people don't have, I have a friend, he works Saturdays a lot, so he likes to do races, but a lot of times if we ask him to do a race, he's like, oh, I can't get that day off unless he really wants to do it. Like there's a specific race he really wanted to do. Then he'd take the day off. But it's like, then you got to get coverage. So for him, this is a great idea. And there's definitely, you know, I think it'll pick up. It's one of those things where it'll almost run itself once it gets up and going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where people and like, you know, this obviously this podcast is called Journey of the Roadrunner. It's about running and runners listen to it. So that'll get people motivated. And, um, you know, just... I, I basically shared it to every single contact that I have on Facebook, and I have obviously a lot of athletes and runners on there. Yeah. Um, right. Where once we put something up, it's gonna it'll notify people, right? For the most part, hey, this is happening an event near you, and then it's like, hey, yep. please. So, um, you know, I think we were kind of talking about just the trying to get the GoFundMe pages up there because I have no idea I, yeah. how to get that moving. That <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what if? Uh, are there any plans for that? Like one idea I would have is like you'd have these races that have gotten canceled and maybe the charities already have a go GoFundMe so can kind of like sponsor them and feature them. 
you know, mm. just do something like that. They already canceled that. Which one? The finish, the finish for a Guinness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I guess they're <laughs> thinking September is uh, not going to be ready yet for every for people. Yeah, for that many people to be all together. Yeah, so you yeah. Use, use them as like an example so that we could do like a Finish for the Guinness GoFundMe. Right. That people could right. like, sign up for that. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's other ones too, especially throughout the summer. So, And even people who are like living together, who are already like quarantined together, you don't have to be a runner. Everyone, like you can walk a 5K. And if you have somebody in your house who was maybe just trying to be a little more active and isn't as motivated, you could be like, hey, so-and-so, whether it's a roommate, a partner, a mistress or a mister, <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. anything fun like that. Um, but you can say, hey, <laughs> hey, why don't you come walk with me? I want to do this 5K. We were supposed to do this finish for a Guinness together, but, you know, we now we're not and you're not walking. So maybe it'll be good for us to get ready together and take a walk together. You know, it's it is. I think it's Trish. It was it was a brilliant idea. I really I, I was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah the walking idea. Maybe we should make it a running walking because a lot of people like to walk too, and walking is great for you too. It's not, yeah, you know, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can yeah. do the five. I could walk a five k right now, you know, and that's the thing. It's like for people who do like to walk, or people who usually do walk in those races, they they too can participate. You don't have to be a runner. Yeah, a lot of those races you can sign up as a walker. I know they definitely do that at the the Tunnel to Towers. I think there were. 30,000 people participate in that race and probably almost half of them will walk in it. So like I finished the race and there's so many people walking. So there are walkers that do those. Uh, well, and yeah. think about this too. Another positive thing. Let's say like I sign up for a 5k and I, I like to jog. Like I, I'm not really a runner yet. And I want to, I like to be And people are self-conscious, unfortunately. And so they don't always do the things they want to do because they're afraid of being judged. Right. So right, if them, normally yeah. you're on the street and you're like, I'm going to go walk my three miles because I'm getting ready for a race. And I decide I want to jog a little because no one can see me from like telephone pole to telephone <laughs> pole and then walk. Well, when you get to the 5K, you end up walking because you're embarrassed because you think you're going to stop a lot and you don't want people to judge you. If you're by yourself doing this 5K, you might decide you're going to jog and, you know, shit, you did five of these and you fucking ran a whole three miles that last one, you know. So it, it can really spark a lot more. I think it can spark a lot of positivity in doing it kind of socially distanced because it's going to bring about a different kind of, you know, like that, like where I'm embarrassed to run because people are going to judge me because I can't run the whole thing. So I'll just walk the whole thing instead, you know, where that's not going to happen now because you're by yourself or with someone else who maybe is doing the same thing as you, you know? Yeah. Yep. yep definitely. definitely. And then, um, yeah. And over the summer, as you build yourself up, then you could get some confidence. And then when the, the actual races start back up, like if they happen to start back up in the fall, you'd be all ready to go. Right. So, yeah. Right. Or even there's that one, the like the Christmas one. There's always the yeah. ones at Christmas too. So even if we yeah. don't get a fall race, if hopefully some vaccine comes out and they're like, oh, you know, we can vaccinate and then boom, everything happens. And I bet you money, a lot of races are going to, races we haven't heard of being winter races are going to be, <laughs> there's going to be some winter races. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bundle up. 
Yeah, but yeah, I definitely think this is a good idea. Plus, like you said, Adriana, like if somebody's work normally wouldn't be able to make a race because of the time, like they could do it like after work, they can run it at night. It's not just relegated to the morning. So, yeah, so. Trish has kids, so she can't just get out all the time. I'm sure the kids are like terrorists. They want to freaking <laughs> dic- dictate what's happening in, I, in your world. I had like one yesterday. I don't think there's ever road races at one in the afternoon. <laughs> right. So, right. I think eleven for me is huge because you know you have to. I have to work around them. They definitely dictate my schedule, which is fine. (laughs) It's not a complaint. It's just you know, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I complain about it, but (laughs) yeah, definitely a lot going on. Like a full time teacher and a mom now, so (laughs) yeah, interesting. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Did you see that? Did you guys see that meme? Uh, Cindy's friend sent. Uh, Cindy's friend sent a meme to us, and uh, it was like all over social media. And it said, "What's going to happen with these kids? The the generation of they're being homeschooled by day drinkers." <laughs> and, I, and it's funny because it, it was like the meme, and then Cindy's friend sent a picture of two martinis. Her and her husband would have it, and it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Oh my God! I'd be out. Well, my I kids can see that. If I had kids, I would. I would probably be. Well, see, there you go. After you finish a race, you can have a martini. When you get back home. <laughs> yeah, more, more motivation. <laughs> martini. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So yeah, yeah the Trish- first, first couple weeks of this were definitely rough with the kids home from school. I was like, "What the hell." <laughs> <laughs> my middle my middle child was kind of like hiding all the schoolwork that he had to do so oh no <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and we had to like make that up and but we're in a good groove now so and i'm sure by the time we got it down pat it'll go back to you know well they'll have the summer break but right yeah, yeah. the regular uh, stuff interesting <laughs> Definitely very interesting. But all of this is, you can either take it as an opportunity to learn and take from it, or you can let it take everything from you. So it's your choice. Right. I I mean, and that's the thing. It's, it's, and I'm, you know, as much as like, sometimes I don't think I'm, I'm all human because I'm like, thank God mother nature is taking back the universe. These humans are destroying it. (laughs) You know? And it's like, I was literally like, like, it's it just it really puts a lot like I I you know on a bigger level I really looked at it's like you know what like you know not to be too political which I always say right before I get really political (laughs) um but but like Trump has fucking destroyed our environmental laws and anything else that had to do with our like we've literally we were in the top five polluters and we're in the top three now in the world so like he he rolled back so many EPA regulations and this is the stuff people don't talk about but now it's like mother nature's like you think you got this son of a bitch we got you corona (laughs) (laughs) well and that's the thing we had that whole like scare of like if we don't change we have 10 years to fix this and if we don't change now we're like this can be fixed if we do something and we have 10 years basically and as the time ticked and he became president and we're like losing time this literally did something that not like even the science that we were if everyone was on board with what they were supposed to do around the world it wouldn't have happened as fast as this is actually knocked down emissions and you know what i mean like what it's actually done 
I mean, it's closed down a lot of businesses that, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people lost work, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a lot of negative to it. Don't get me wrong. But on a positive note, I mean, at the end of the day, money, like money cannot buy us clean air, clean water, anything like, you know, at the end of the day, this is something that needed to happen in a way, like not to be like morbid, but like. You know, it's like our our environment needed a reset. And this is obviously the only way it was going to happen is for people to just, you know, stay home and not drive and not do everything. And, you know, so it's it's there is a I mean, I'm, you know, other than having some like really depressing things happen during this, there's a, I've see, I, I have found a lot of optimism in it. You know, and I still do just, you know, there's there's things that we can't control that happen and there's nothing well, you can do. I think you and I are the type of people that have, you know, pretty basic needs. You know, we yeah. are not very extravagant. We don't, right. I, you don't seem to like get your hair done weekly, right? And I, no, nails. I don't even, I barely wash my hair weekly these days. So, <laughs> for, the adjustment for us is probably like a lot easier than say somebody that is into, and then you've, you've, you hear about the people that are, oh, I'm staying home in my PJs, I'm not wearing makeup, and it's, and they're, like, happy about it, and it's like, well, if you're happy about that, think do about it. that, like, why do you do that in the first place? Right, like, right. that's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Dude, Authentically, that, it's, it's so true. Back to the basics, you know, so. Yeah, it's so true, and it's funny seeing, like, I've seen some people, like, dudes especially, like, with beards that I've, like, never even seen on them. Like, whoa, like, <laughs> I saw my boss, and I'm like, you're a little freaky, freaking me out a little right now, dude, because I've just never seen, you know. And, uh, it's just funny. There's funny. definitely, uh, in, like you said, it's it's relaxing for a lot of people who have to be on and serious. And it's not, I mean, I couldn't imagine having to put makeup on every day. And, like, I love the fact that I get to wear sweat clothes to work. Like, mm-hmm. so this isn't much different for me as far as appearances go, except I'm probably washing my hair a little less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, smell. I do. I, I have to say I do. I am showering every day because I I feel like I'm exercising more. Hygiene. I mean, yeah, I am showering every day. And I know some people probably aren't. But I, that is one thing because I'm exercising a little more like the class I do on video and. Um, actually this afternoon I do, uh, it's called adult recess for Cindy's, um, old team at Brown. It's basically a half an hour. There's a little bit of yoga in it, some abs and some just like really good stretches for people who are at desks all day, like standing stuff and, you know, yeah. So I've been, but again, it's like, like you said, Trish, like what, like if you're not, if, if you feel comfortable enough now that you're home and you don't have to get all dolled up or, you know, look all like. Rico Suave, like, why not stay comfortable when this is all over and, you know, spend yeah. less on stupid things? Paul's similar to us. Like, he's not the kind of guy who's, like, out friggin', like, grabbing all the newest shit all the time. Yep. Like, and he was in Desert <laughs> yep. Storm, so. You yeah, low maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a really good time to kind of take stock, you know? Of yourself. Right. I right. Mean, yep. Yeah. Self reflection, stuff like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, sure. I've, I've, you know, again, other than some unfortunate circumstances that were out of my control, um, 
you know, I honestly had a good time. Cindy always jokes around. I hear her talking to her friends. She's like, she's the happiest Corona person ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like doing all this stuff, these projects. I can play out in my yard all day, like the garden. I'm putting up this fence now. Like, it's just like all, like anytime I can get outside, you know. You know, I'm, pain, I'm, pain is really just like the resistance of reality, you yeah. know. So why don't you just accept the reality and just keep you know, and at first it was this weird struggle for me was where it was like, I feel bad feeling happy with all this devastating shit going on. You know, like mm-hmm. I said the same thing, but you have to enjoy your life. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, shit's happening it's every day without Corona. So it's harder to be miserable. I feel like it takes more work to actually be miserable. I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> disagree with me, but like it actually takes more to me. It's like. To stay aggravated or be miserable, like it takes that's work to me. It's like that's more work than actually just being like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm stuck in the house all day. It's raining. It sucks. I'm going to rip my closets apart, <laughs> you know? And then it's like, or whatever you can do. And Paul, you, Trish, and I all write. Like we're writers. Like you, we can write now. And it's, there is a, a little more of a stimulation behind it because it's like, oh, there's, another reason to write. There's something happening different in life. And, you know, there's good, bad, or indifferent. It's a, a muse to have a life-changing event happen for what, whatever level you're writing on, you know, whether it's just you having a freaking shitty day and you want to put it on paper or, like, how you feel about the environment healing or someone passing or anything, you know. So right. it really is, and that's kind of the, the thing I think that a lot of people, it's like they don't want to enjoy themselves because they like you know and this is something paul and i've talked about it's like the entitlement of like i just want to do what i want to do and i can't like who cares that i can like you know it's just those that type of attitude and mentality that like i can't fucking stand by the way like <laughs> of like it's just well because it's like what do you mean that the governor's telling me i have to stay home who is this person it's like Dude, people, you're be if you're going out and you're not wearing your mask in public and everything else, like the recommendations from medical professionals who went to school for this, not some fucking moron on social media, you're selfish and you're you could possibly be spreading it if you're not wearing your mask. It's not so you can protect your friggin' selfish ass. It's so we don't spit and drool and whatever else on other people. <laughs> we make. I think they make the decisions, you know, to to benefit the greatest amount of people, right? So wearing a mask is going to benefit the greatest amount of people. We wear masks. Like, we're all in this. (laughs) Uh, It's the protesters and whatnot. I I just can't even. I don't even want to go. No. Oh no! I, well, I I hate uh, red lights. Like people, the government shouldn't be telling me I have to stop at a red light. I'm just fuck, <laughs> fuck it, fuck red lights. I, no more red lights. I I have places to go. I I'm just barrel through them. Fuck it. I actually might agree with that statement a little. <laughs> I got quiet there. I'm like, yeah, I, dude, amen, brother. That's what we should be protesting about. Those damn red lights. Those yeah, fucking cameras on the red lights. Don't even yeah. look. You think you got popped? that's awesome yeah i mean so i definitely want to uh trish well let's talk more too i gotta run you guys because i gotta get ready for this class but you guys stay on and chit chat um but let's get into this more and try to get this road race thing going by the weekend um you know with whatever benefits and stuff we can find yeah we should probably start wrapping this up so we could like give our contact information uh, so, yeah. All right. So, Adriana, we, 
and tell people got- where to reach you? You guys can reach me at A Joy Lifestyle on Instagram or Facebook is just my Facebook uh, name. And I actually opened it public, so it's I could put stuff on and post until this is over, and then I'll go back to private. But you should friend me anyway, and um, I can share my info. Okay, and then um, Trish, you created a Facebook group, right, for this project? Yeah, it's uh, Remote Road Races Remote on road Facebook. Races. Okay. So. And um, Trish Sloan, so if you can't find the remote road race uh, page through that, you can find it through me, which is Trish Sloan on Facebook. I also have an Instagram, uh, Heartful Yoga. Oh, very good. Which has great pictures, by the way. (laughs) I love taking photos. (laughs) (laughs) Then uh, you can find me at The Road Runner on um, Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. It's of course it's R H O D E Runner, and you can email me at the Road Runner One. That's the number one at gmail.com. And again, we'd love to hear from you guys if you have a gratitude list or if you have any ideas, if you have any um, suggestions for our remote road races. I'm sure we'd love to hear about that too. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. All right, guys. All right. I will catch you guys soon. Awesome. Okay, till next time. It's great See you out on the Paul. road. Uh, nice meeting you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Stay healthy. Yeah. Bye.